And God, we thank you for your unending love. We thank you for your unending goodness and faithfulness. God, as we enter into this new year, we pray that we go with our eyes fixed on you alone. God, help us to be there for each other. Help us to love each other. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Before Josh comes up to speak, I wanted to let you guys, hi. Guys know about a couple of things we have going on. First, how neat is it to be able to bring in 2023 with all of you with food? Yes, that's amazing. It's so, I don't know, there's something really cool about being out here together, close together, um, just worshiping with you. Um, coming up this month, Tom Burns and Kip Burmeister are leading a class, a renew class called God and the Bible. Going to talk about some really good theological questions. It's good for anyone. What'd you say in that video? Driver's license and older? Yeah, sure. So there's information on mylcc.info to sign up for that. It's going to be six different sessions on Saturday mornings, spanning through January through March. Yeah, it's going to be good. Original content by V. Tom Burns. How can you? And then also coming up in February, as we're entering in the new year and thinking of statements we want to make and renewed things we want to declare to Jesus, we're going to have baptisms and baby dedications coming up in February. Yeah, that's amazing. And we love celebrating those. And so I'm going to just plant those ideas now. If you have kids you want to dedicate or if being baptized is the next step of faith for you, We'll have a way for you to do that coming up soon. But I'll invite Josh to come up. Thanks for sharing the word with us. Buenos dias, Iglesia. Good morning, church. Happy New Year. And uh, welcome, 2023. Now, uh, sometime back, uh, sometime back, I was told, Josh, would you uh, be willing uh, to do a teaching for us, a time of devotion here for New Year's? And I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know uh, if we'd be a little tired from staying up late. I didn't know that there would be a pretty big football game that would be going on as well. But it is very good. Uh, to see all of you here today, and I am just honored uh, to be able to share with you. And to tell you uh, something a little bit about myself, I've actually learned that when it comes to a close football game, I need to watch those in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you do or what you need to do, but I know that's what works for me. And so in the privacy of my own home, as I'm watching a game, especially if it's a close game, my emotions do this. One moment, I'm happy. One moment, I'm not. It can be a difference of one quarter to another quarter. Uh, probably 15 minutes before midnight, I was really happy. A few minutes after midnight, not so much. Now, that's just what happens for me watching a football game. 
But there are so much more important things that are going on in our lives. And there are things in our lives that can do something to our emotions, how we feel, the thoughts that we have in our minds that go up and down, and they can be based on just what happens in our lives and around us, in our families, at our work, in our church, and in our relationships. And if you look back at what we've experienced this December, many would say this is what? The most wonderful time of the year. And I bet in a room just like this, there would be a range of emotions and experiences that you have had in your life and that I have had in my life as well. And so when some think of this season that we just went through, just this past Christmas, leading up to today in New Year's, if I would say, is this the most wonderful season, the most wonderful time of the year, some of you would smile big. And you would say, we have added somebody into our house. This is the first Christmas with our new child. This is the growth of a relationship. This is a season when my faith in God has gone up to new levels. And there would be smiles and celebrations. And you think of people, relationships, experiences, what has happened in your life. What has happened in your work? And you would say with an affirmative, this is the most wonderful time of the year, not just in December, but maybe even 2022. But I would also expect in a room this size, there would be others that when they think of this past season, which is supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year or 2022 in general, their head might drop just a bit. And they would think this has been one of the most difficult seasons. This is not the most wonderful time of the year. And 2022 was very difficult. And they might think of broken relationships, finances, bills, maybe the loss of a loved one. And wondering from those moments of those highs and lows, what is coming ahead in 2023. And yet regardless, this is what you would hear from many people and probably what we've said to each other as well as to others. We said something like this, I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Well, if I could add something to these words, I'd probably say something like this, I hope that you had more than just a Merry Christmas, but that you found true joy this Christmas. A joy that would fill you and a joy that would sustain you even when things aren't merry. And I would hope for more than just a happy New Year's Day or a happy New Year for 2023, but I would pray for you that you would find peace. And that you would find deep peace that would fill you and sustain you, even in those circumstances that are far from happy and merry. That would be my prayer for you and my prayer for me. True joy, 
and true peace. And regardless of how people might look for true joy and true peace, that can only be found in Jesus Christ. And deepening our relationship and our knowledge of him. And so today, for just a moment, I want to share about that true joy and peace that could sustain us, not just in what should be or could be the most wonderful time of the year, but throughout the year and perhaps even throughout our lifetimes, no matter what comes our way. And I'm going to take you back to a familiar text. Many of you have probably been there or heard this. It's been an anchor for me. An anchor for me this past year that has been uh, challenging for me as well. Personally, with some of the highs and lows and new experiences that I have shared, and perhaps for even the experiences that you might have shared or will have in this upcoming year, this is a great anchor for you to lean on and to go back to over and over. It's in Philippians chapter 4. Philippians 4, verse 4 to verse 7, and I'm going to read it for you. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Paul begins with that word, rejoice. And he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Written while in prison, he would use these words to encourage that Philippian church and, you, and use those same words to encourage us as a church. And when he said rejoice in the Lord, he didn't say rejoice in the Lord sometimes in those happy moment, moments. Don't just rejoice in the Lord most of the time, but he said rejoice in the Lord when? Always. And as if he wanted to anticipate our objection and our question, he would say, and I will say it again, rejoice. He didn't say just smile. Okay, actually, let's try that for a little bit. Regardless of how you feel right now, you're a little tired, you're sleepy or whatever, the game could have went a little differently or this or that, I want to see a smile from you. So just for a second, give me a nice big smile. Okay, not everybody's doing that. Okay. And not everyone is feeling it, right? But we have moments when we force that smile. One of the things I've done at this church, as well as other churches, I help with the greeting. And I've seen some of you come in. And as you step from the car, I've seen a frown. And then as you get a little closer and a little closer, that frown starts to go up. How are you doing? Oh, great day. Doing good. But you can't force that smile very long. It starts to get a little tiring and exhausting. And so Paul does not say, smile always, because we can fake that. We can try 
with our family, at our workplace, or even here at church. And he doesn't even say, just be happy always, because that can change from moment to moment. So Paul speaks to this deeper word of joy. Why? Because joy runs deeper. Joy goes further. Because there are plenty of things that we might try to find that, that may get us a little happy or more happy or bring a smile, but those things can fade so quickly. So Paul is saying there is something more we need to be striving for and digging into, and it's this thing called joy, and not just joy anywhere. It's rejoicing in the Lord. And this joy in the Lord, it is layered and it is complex. It has multiple things going on in it because it is this calm. It's this contentment that we know or that we continue to know and learn that God is in control, even in the chaos, even in the difficulty. That it's knowing and trusting that even when you can see the storm headed your way, if you're able to see that storm, that God is still in control and that you are not alone. That he will not leave you or forsake you. And knowing that God is all-powerful and all-knowing and that it's not all up to you. You aren't God. Is that kind of obvious? You aren't, he is. So you can breathe. You can relax. And we can rejoice. And then Paul would continue. He would say this, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. And some other translations would say, let your not only gentleness, but your reasonableness be evident. And and those words have been getting my attention because there's something that also needs to be seen. And the people of God need to have this unique vision of what you see. That regardless of what comes your way, even if it's that dark cloud, even if it's uh, some situation that just gets so big in your life, that's not all that you see. You can see up and you can see past that of a God who is in control who knows what's coming and how he is going to supply your needs, that the people of God need to have that kind of vision, that they can see that, and their gentleness and their reasonableness is seen. Have you ever seen anybody that has been unreasonable? Because when Paul is saying this and he says, let your gentleness or reasonableness be evident to all, I think it's almost saying, don't let your freak outness. Don't let that be evident to all. There's something different that should be seen. Because we have seen when people freak out. There's plenty of videos of that. Plenty of stories of that. But God's people should be different. When you think of God's people, what what should be said of them are, are this. No son locos. Does that translate for even those that don't know much Spanish? Locos. They shouldn't be going crazy. And I don't want to say that we do this perfectly, 
but God's people should do this differently. And that we should be getting better and better at that as we come to know God more and more and deeper and deeper. But it needs to be seen by God's people. You see God in the midst of those difficulties. But here's the other thing. People will see you and wonder, why are you being reasonable when everyone else isn't? When everyone else is going a little crazy. There's someone in the room that sees and knows something different. What is it? When you are facing those trials... When you hear the doctor's news, when you are in the hospital, when loved ones uh, were attending their funerals, why is it that there is this calm and there is this peace that you have? Because even in those tough moments, there's going to be some joys, there's going to be some laughter, but there's also going to be some trials in the tears. But yet we can still rejoice in the Lord always. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, okay, Josh, I could use more of that in my life. I can try to look at God even in the midst of my difficulty. I can try to put my joy in the Lord rather than just in things that make me happy, and that might change my view. It might help me with my perspective, but can I ask something? How about the big, big stuff and the difficult things? When life overwhelms us, when bills don't stop, when the health issues and those concerns from the doctor, it's not getting better, but it's getting worse. And I would say I'm glad that you asked that as well because there is something that we do. That when you feel the stress and the anxiety and it continues to build, that is a call for us to prayer. Paul would say this, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation with prayer and petition that we are to present those requests to God. And Peter would say it this way, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. And so what we do is we lighten the load. You know why? Because you can't carry it anyway. And so all that you're trying to carry on your own, he says, you put that, God would say to us, you put that on my shoulders. You let me carry that. You can't carry that anyway. Let me lighten your load. And maybe you notice what was kind of tucked in the middle of this as well. It said, in every situation with prayer and petition and with what? Thanksgiving. Present your requests to God. Now, I'm going to admit Giving thanks is a whole lot easier after the fact. And you will see and know all kinds of people that give thanks after the fact. But there's something that could be and should be different with God's people. Is they can give thanks even before it comes. Why? They know that God is faithful. They've seen what he's done in the past They've seen what he's doing now, and it gives them confidence and faith faith of what he will do in the future, even before that answer to prayer has arrived. Paul would also say this in 1 Thessalonians. He would just kind of sum this up even shorter, that we are to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all things. That is God's will in our lives. 
So we rejoice. We see those things that are more difficult to see, that we are light in the darkness. We give thanks for what God has done and what he will do. And then there's even more that there's peace. I think I'm becoming more aware and aware, more aware day by day and year by year the need for peace that surrounds me from people that I work with, people in my family that they're looking and hungering for something, that they want that peace regardless of what comes their way, or they want their, this peace in some other situations. And I'm thinking, you're trying to find it here and you're trying to go there. That can only be found from God, that peace of God that passes all understanding, that it will guard our hearts and our minds, that once we do our part of bringing that petition and prayer to God, then he does his part, that supernatural part giving us that peace that doesn't make sense regardless of what we've been through and what we've faced. And that's what we need, peace. And now, let, let me just say this. When it comes to true joy, and when it comes to this peace, this peace of God, this peace from God, you're not going to experience it all that you could or maybe all that you should if you put your toe in if you just give it a little try here and there. You need to go all in. Because you might say, you know what? I've tried church before. I've tried this before and I've tried that before and, and part of me might hear your story and, and, and kind of agree with you in some ways, but I would wonder, but did you really go all in? And maybe you know what that might feel like. Because you might get inspired to do something new this year for 2023. And you might even do something like this. Where you get a new gym membership. I did that a couple of years ago. I think I still have my card for Planet Fitness. And sometime this year, I showed up at Planet Fitness. And when I got there, I was looking for my card. I couldn't find it. Thought it was in my wallet. It just took me a while to, to find that card. And I'm there, and that person says, uh, we can look you up. And I said, okay. Uh, what's your phone number? I gave my phone number. Oh. Well, welcome back. guess it's been a little while and I thought to myself I needed about this much to walk back out of this gym right now and you gave me enough to do that and the only reason I didn't do that is because I had my friend <laughs> right with me who had encouraged me to get back in there but let me encourage you if you are thinking maybe this is the year that I go deeper in my faith, you have a number of friends with you right here. 
And if this church is already your home, what I would ask of you for this new year is that you would go even deeper. That you would find that true joy that is only found in the Lord. That you would find that peace that passes understanding. And for some of you that have already made this church your home, I would say, let's take that next step deeper. Because God knows what is ahead of us in 2023, and we are going to need his strength and his wisdom for what lies ahead, whether the good and the bad. And if you've not made this church your home, I would say this is a good church to grow in, but it is not a perfect church. And I can guarantee that it's not a perfect church because in the last year, I decided to make this my home. So I know with me being here and perhaps a few of you others here, this is not going to be a perfect church. But I tell you, there's an imperfect group of people that are following after God with all that they have. And this is a place of grace and of, of forgiveness. And so even if you wouldn't make this church your home, because I know there are a few uh, new faces here, that you would find a place that would help you grow and to go deeper and deeper. This church's name, Life Community Church. And part of that name is this, because we believe that true life, true joy, and true peace is found with the life in Christ Jesus, with his death, his burial, and his resurrection that brings us to new life and eternal life, and that is found only in him. But it's not just life, it's life community. Because when you try things on your own, there are moments that people say things and do things, and you say, all I needed was one more thing to say, I've had enough. But when you're in community with others, there are people that will lift you up, that will encourage you and challenge you, and we can do this together, this new life in Christ, in community, and that we do this as a church. Because there is a role and there's a part for each one of you to play. There is a mission of this church that we are to be salt and light to the darkness that is all around us. In our families, in our workplace, wherever we go, and God has called us to be his hands and feet. So you find a church, whether it's this church or another church, and you grow deep in that new life, in that community, and on mission in a church. But this is a good place to do that. So how about it? 2023. I'm ready to go deeper. We have a staff that is ready to go deeper. And we want to invite you in as well that we would find that true joy and that true peace by going deeper and deeper in our knowledge of him who has saved us and loved us. Amen? Let me pray. God, we thank you that you are in control. We thank you for all that you have done and all that you will do. God, we do not know in this next month what is headed our way 
We don't know what this year has in front of us, but God, would you help us to be a people and a church that would show our calm and our reasonableness, not because we're all that, but because you are. You are good. You are God. You are fully in control. And God, uh, you have, have sent us your son, Jesus, the light of the world. Would you help us to be the light where you are sending us into our families, into our workplaces, into our neighborhoods? Because you have brought good news, and could you help us to share that good news everywhere we go? And we ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Josh. I'm back here, by the way. Um, what a great, what a great foundation to start off the new year and a day and a message to look back on as we go through the year, as we face challenges too. And just to jump off what he said real quick, um, that joy and that peace. One of the reasons, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug this, okay, on January 21st, this, um, this class that's starting workshop, uh, the joy, one of the greatest joys of, of knowing and following Jesus is discovering who he is and discovering his word and just how rich it is. And we need to be people who are, are growing in that together. Um, that deepens our faith in him. That deepens our peace in him. So this workshop that's going to start on the 21st, it's, uh, Lee mentioned it earlier, it's, it's basically three months, but it's, it's twice a month for three months. And it's a chance to go deeper. And there, we're going to talk about questions like, uh, who or what is God? Can God even be known? Um, what is God like? What is the Bible? Where did it come from? Can it be trusted? Is it authoritative? How is something authoritative? How do we interpret it? All these are just so, they're such important questions in discovering who God is and his truth that he's given to us that helps us grow in that peace and that foundation and have that joy. So I really want to encourage you to, to jump in on Saturday mornings. You can sign up on mylcc.info for that. Um, Thank you for coming. This is it was an awesome day. I got to meet a lot of uh, new people here. Thank you for coming as well. And thank you to all of you who brought food this morning. It was awesome, and we had enough. God provides. We always go into this going, uh, we can have enough food. God, oh, it just works out. I don't know. It's, God's good that way. But um, let me pray one more time, and then we'll, uh, we'll call it a day together. God, we thank you for community. We thank you for life found in your son, in Jesus. And we thank you for a new year and the fact that you are a God of new beginnings. And wherever we've been, God, um, for you, it's about where we are right now and where we're going to head. And so we want to be, as Josh said, all yours. We want to be all in with you. Um, so God, help us not to live life solo or alone, but to, to live in community with others and growing in the knowledge and the presence of Jesus in our lives. We give you glory, God. This is your year, 2023. We dedicate this year, our lives to you in this year. This is your year to do your will. We just want to come along. We thank you so much for this church. We thank you for community. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for coming. Happy New Year.